Hello everyone, my name is Ahia Jayan and I'm here with my mom, Purnima Jayan. Hey! And we welcome you to the first episode of the Mommy and Me podcast. We will be having just discussions and conversations ever so often with a few occasional guests um, and just talking about life, relationships, family, all the above. Um, And so for for our very first episode and to ring in the new year, we will be doing a reflection Um, the 2020 year in retrospect, if you will. So the first thing we are going to talk about are our most memorable moments of 2020. Mom, what do you think? Well, uh, 2020 for me started off on a right note. I'd like to say that Um, I started it in India. So we rang in the new year um, uh, traveling. Uh, We went to a small uh, place called Chikmangalore in India. So that was a lot of fun. Um, So I just thought this was going to be a year uh, filled with travel. Um, It started off really, really well for me. And then I came back here. And um, after a couple of months, um, COVID happened. So, well, um, I'll let you tell me your, um, and then um, I can talk a little bit more about uh, COVID and then the past, um, if you will, nine months. Yeah, uh, well, now that you mentioned travel, I remember we visited the USC campus back in February, and I think that was our last trip for the year. Um, we didn't we didn't really go anywhere else after that, and I, I remember I loved, like, that was such a wonderful trip. Uh, I got to see my sister. She lives in L.A. Um, visiting USC was just amazing. Um, and then it was February, and right after that, well, not right after, but, we, you know, with a little bit of time, we got into quarantine. Um, and I think the first couple weeks of quarantine was probably my most memorable moment. Um, I remember the little walks that we would take to Whole Foods. We have one right down the street. Um, and I remember one specific time where we didn't really have that many groceries, but I was really, really craving dessert and I couldn't find anything. And it was really, really frustrating because, you know, you're stuck at home. You're thinking about all these things that you could have, but you can't because there's so much going on outside that you you can't just go out and get whatever you want. We weren't in that 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 sort of a time. Um, but that's one thing that really stuck with me. Kind of a random memory, but, you know, it was it's it's funny to think about things like that. Also, um, I remember, you know, then um, we were in March and we were supposed to go to New York City to celebrate your birthday. Yes. You remember that? And then we had to cancel because New York City was having the worst in the United States. It was the worst city and they practically shut down. And we had tickets for Hamilton. Hamilton. Ah. Oh, my God. I was so, I remember you being devastated. And um, we had to cancel that, but um, we decided, okay, if flying is risky and going to, we kind of made do by making a road trip to Louisiana. Right. Um, So we went and saw some, uh, uh, the Everglades, some forests, and uh, it was, yeah, it was, I mean, it was bad, but (laughs) we somehow... Uh, made it work for us you know we took a couple of days and went to Louisiana and got back yeah um so um that was um something that we managed to um overcome our uh, disappointment the other thing that um I was really that worked for me and I was really excited about was working from home I've 
been asking to work from home for some time now, and this was a godsend opportunity, if you will, for me. Um, I loved um, having my entire family at mm-hmm. home. So, yeah, work from home was great. And, um, well, after that, you, you know, just being at home and um, not being able to go anywhere uh, kind of was frustrating. And uh, we decided to do uh, make most of this opportunity and see Texas and the United States. And then we did quite a few road trips. So I'm, I must say that we made the most of our situation. Yeah. And just one thing before we move on to our next subtopic, I think another thing was um, going, go, not being able to be in school and doing everything virtually. I wasn't able to see my best friend for quite a bit of time. And that was definitely very different from my regular schedule because I remember um, at least maybe two or, but right before quarantine, we would be at each other's houses every weekend and any any sort of opportunity that uh, maybe a school activity or whatever it, uh, whatever it was, we would always do it together. And I think COVID sort of stopped us from seeing each other for quite a while. And um, it took a bit for us to get to be able to see each other in person. But um, yeah, that was that was definitely very, very different. Yeah. And I think maybe um, some of us kind of retreated into a shell. Right. I mean, not having that social interaction I feel was also adversely affected us. Um, we started being comfortable just being in PJs all day and uh, not seeing anyone. So ac- actually making an effort to go out and meet people um, um, seems a tad difficult. Yeah. Don't, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think I sort of, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I've become more introverted with this, this period of time, but I, I've definitely realized that I really, really enjoy either my own company or um, just my parents' company. And I find it difficult to be satisfied with, um, you know, when you go out and you meet new people, it's really, really difficult for me, able to, for me to be able to connect with um, those people or, or really just enjoy their company anymore. And I don't know if that's more of a maturity thing where I've just sort of outgrown um, the casual hangouts or what, whatever it is that we would be doing outside. But I've, I've really gotten comfortable just being at home and being able to do things at my own speed as, as a lot of people have, I feel like, in this time. And that's what COVID has really, really, really done. And... I'm not sure that that's such a good thing, really. Um, we are social animals, don't you think? And I somehow, um, in the past, I've always, um, um, you know, most of my enthusiasm and energy has come from meeting other people, you know, seeing what they do and being inspired by uh, everyone around me, you know. So, I, I, you know, I struggle with this. I struggle whether this is the right thing. Um, but... Anyway, you know, that's life. Yeah, I think it's to each their own, you know, where there, there are different types of people and whatever works for you is, is, is best. Just make sure that you're taking care of yourself during this time. Um, so to move on to the, the next topic, we'll be talking about what we are most proud of um, from this year. And uh, I'll start off. Um, being a senior, I was uh, applying to colleges and um, I early decisioned to Rice University, which is located right close to home. Uh, and I got in and, you know, that was 
a very, very proud, happy, relieving, every possible good adjective moment. Um, I was really, really happy. It, it was my first choice, of course. That's why I ED'd. Um, it, it was such, I mean, I, I, I remember opening up that letter and just crying. Of course, happy tears, you know, very, very joyous moment. But just so many, so many good things uh, come out of get, getting into Rice, being close to my parents, um, being in Houston. I've grown up in the city, um, being so familiar with the campus and just being able to experience, or sorry, uh, have such a good education in, in, in one of the most renowned universities in the U.S. And it's, I'm really, really thankful and blessed to have uh, been offered the, the, the admission. But yeah, what about you, mom? Well, for me, um, most ma uh, proud moments would be, I think, um, numero uno would be working out with yes. Javi Deer um, for the past 50 plus years. <laughs> my husband hasn't worked out. And so getting him to work out with me um, was um, truly, truly memorable and an achievement if you yeah will. and when we say my my dad didn't work out for the last 50 years you know he's he's extremely busy but the but the one the couple times that we've all been like oh dad you really need to get on that treadmill or you need to just take a walk outside he was in total denial would not do it and and we're really proud of him for taking that step this time and now he's the one who's always like oh my god we should what about our workout today you know it's it's so it's so funny to see how you, people can just change like that yeah. like, with things that, that you would never think that they would do earlier but you know they're so into it now yes and um also, I'm really proud that I was able to motivate my extended family. My So we have this system where we work out together. My sister from Cleveland, my cousin from Raleigh, North Carolina, we all have our FaceTimes on. And then um, we have these um, YouTube videos that we follow and each of us are doing it in our own. It's more like, um, you know, uh, being held accountable. So... Um, uh, I'm really proud of that. Um, the other thing I'm really proud of is I have learned a new task. I've learned to navigate through Instagram. So it was a daunting uh, task for me. And I hated putting myself out there and, um, you know, being able to overcome some of that. Um, it's slowly getting better for me. And I'm, I'm getting comfortable with putting my myself and my stuff out there on social mm -hmm. media in full view of public and sort of beating. Sometimes I feel it's like blowing my own trumpet. I was not really comfortable about this before, but I'm learning a lot of new things and, uh, about navigating uh, social media. So I'm proud of that too. Yeah, that's really good. I think people... Uh, tend to look at the bad side of social media and definitely that should be acknowledged and you know there there are a lot of ongoing issues with technology and social media but you can also look at the fact that you know sometimes just doing a post a day you do it for yourself you gain confidence you know you're really putting yourself exactly out there right. and getting I, I know I struggle with this I really don't post on Instagram anymore because it's just it's out of my comfort zone but you know my mom taking that step to just really just put herself out there and she's a public account you know it's it can be really really daunting but it takes a lot of confidence that that i don't have but um maybe i could uh, uh i yearn to gain it someday um but yeah so for our next uh question we'll be looking at 
So we sort of touched on this, but what impact did this year uh, 2020 have on you? Um, it has made me realize that as um, human beings, we are quite, um, um, what, would I, what, what is the word I'm looking for? That we can adjust to new normals pretty easily. And, and of course, I'm talking about us as a family um, and how we have adjusted to this new normal. I know it has been hard for some people, but um, I, um, I kind of feel that um, we were able to um, adjust quite um, well, you know, taking it in our stride. And I, I also realized that we are extremely fortunate um, um, to have a roof and, and to be able to um, eat what we want and, and, you know, be sort of sane health and uh, mental health. Um, I also, it's also made me realize that um, time is finite and I really need to seize the moment um, and not procrastinate at I'll all. pay the M. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, one thing, one, one, one very special thing for me is that I became very, very close to my parents. And we were always extremely close. You know, I always say that my parents are my best friends and um, stuff like that. But now I've realized, like I said earlier, I, I find it difficult to enjoy other people's company if it's not um, my parents or just the few other very close friends that I have or my sister. Um, and it also made, just like my mom was talking about, made me realize how, what a, what a wonderful life I have and how much I have to be thankful for. Um, I'm lucky enough to say that this quarantine period and this, this year with COVID went really well for me and that I really flourished. Um, uh, I, a lot of people cannot say that about themselves. And I, I'm really, really thankful to be able to say that. And I, I think I'm blessed to... Um, have really enjoyed this past year um, with when, when you consider everything that happened. Um, and yeah, and one other thing is that I really enjoy isolation. <laughs> um, maybe that's a fleeting uh, feeling or something that's very temporary, but um, I, I, I think being alone has, has really helped me in a way. It's made me understand myself uh, again, be closer with my parents. And yeah, I've really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, so for our next question, we'll just be looking at what was, uh, what our quarantine life was like. Um, Mom, you wanna, you wanna start us off? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, quarantine life was laid back, relaxed. Um, I think that's uh, something I actually, I thought that was good for us, um, uh, you know, uh, for our mental and uh, physical well-being. Um, I was um, having some sleep issues, and so I was able to wake up, uh, you know, sleep in a little bit and uh, get right to work without having to spend that initial hour or two like I used to trying to get ready to get to work and, and stuff like that. So um, it helped me, um, you know, sort of... Um, uh, both for my physical and emotional well-being. Um, and, um, you know, it was a much more relaxed pace of life. It's not like, you know, we had to go out, we had anywhere to go. So after work was done, we were able to work, you know, fit in our workouts. And then 
Um, we were also able to cook quite a bit. Um, you know, all the uh, most of us ended up being Michelin chefs, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um, yeah, we were able to cook together. I was able to spend a lot of time with um, Achen, your dad. Um, you know, we would watch and. We have binge watched so many serials, you know, Netflix. You, know, you guys Amazon. have a step up on me. I mean, <laughs> I thought I was the queen of binge, but my parents really, really hit it hard. This, yes. This uh, so we were able to catch up on a lot of things like that. I was able to catch, you know, catch up on my reading as well. So I think this is something that I've really want uh, thought life would be like. You know, some uh, when you don't have all those external forces. Um, it's been um, a very happy, kind of content um, life, I would say. Yeah. yeah, it's actually interesting that you say that because I think being my age, um, teenagers tend to, you know, everything is so chaotic and not chaotic in a bad way, but just very busy always. And it doesn't necessarily just mean school or your extracurriculars, it could be your friends, your relationships. There's always so much going on. Um, uh, so this, this COVID time was very just slow. And it, I, I think it took not just me, but it, I'm sure a lot of people, uh, some time to get into the rhythm of things and sort of figure out like, oh, can I, can I really get something done? Um, can I use this time to better something about myself that I've been really trying to work on? So for me, um, one of those things was working out, uh, I've always been sort of, you know, I've, I've, I've been a healthy person, I think. I, I, I don't really, um, the one thing that I, I kind of strayed away from was working out for a while. Um, but now I've sort of just become obsessed with it. I think it's the sort of, uh, you know, you get addicted to it once you start. Um, I, that was one thing that, that, I, that I found that I could, and I, and I feel really good that I was able to do it. You know, you start working out, you feel motivated. Um, I think people tend to uh, associate exercise with like physical health, but a lot of the times it's also mentally, you, you feel a lot better about yourself. Um, you don't necessarily need to have an end goal in sight. I didn't, it's not like, you know, I'm not like, oh, I wanna be 130 pounds by the end of, by the end of 2020. That, I was just doing it because, you know, I felt like I had the time, I really wanted to work on it. And honestly, it's made me a lot more determined and uh, a lot more disciplined because, you know, you're, you're sticking to a schedule. You're saying, okay, today I'm going to work out. I'm going to do three videos. Um, we're going to get it done. And just being able to say that and finishing that, I think, is a really, really big feat. Um, yeah, and I think the, the for me, the icing on the cake was being able to spend a lot of time with you mm -hmm. at home and, um, you know, just... Just talking about things, we've spent a lot of time together and I couldn't have asked for um, a better um, time or a better uh, gift in my life. Yeah, and I, especially people my age being in their senior year, um, I think for, for some families it was, it was really good, you know, you're, you're getting closer to your child before, before they go to college. For me, I will, I will be right here for the next four years, so that's, that's a really... Really, I'm really lucky to be able to say that for, for others, you know, they're going to the West Coast or the East Coast, far away from their families. Um, and this was a time for people to really come together uh, and be with their loved ones. Um, so, yeah, for, for our final uh, discussion, we'll be talking about 
our most rock bottom moments in 2020, you know, what, times that we felt really, really down and, and just how we got over it. Um, I'll start. I think the first and the biggest thing was sort of struggling with body image, um, being at home and sort of just alone and not being able to see other people. It affected me in in a very strange way. Not that I missed the social interaction, which doesn't sound like the greatest thing, but um, I, I, working out and constantly getting into this pattern made, be a, made me be a little bit obsessive. Um, and I think getting over that, I wouldn't say that I have. It's, it's more of an ongoing process. You know, you have your ups and you have your downs, but you just have to realize that you I, you just really just have to keep going on. And, and I wish that I had a recipe for getting over it. And anybody who's listening, if you have any advice, please do send it my way. But um, yeah, I think it's just, you know, sort of paying attention to yourself and really understanding that it's fine, you know. Um, one thing that uh, I got into this year was <laughs> my whole no, no desserts on weekdays rule. And I think occasionally I took it a little too seriously and uh, things like that. Just the small things. Sometimes you, you know, you, you look at a cake and you're like, oh my God, I really want it. But today's Monday. So what am I going to do? I can't have it today. Um, but it's quarantine. So why not? You know, so you're, you're struggling with these, what seems like really minor internal battles, but they're constantly plaguing your mind. So um, that was, that was one thing. That was one of my ongoing rock bottom moments but what about you mom um i'm a social person i like meeting people and i like you know they, i i feed off the energy um that i that other people bring to the table i always um love uh, meeting people because i'm able to see that you know and uh be inspired by the things or they do or they say and you know for me that was really frustrating um that i wasn't able to um, meet and, and, you know, like sort of, you know, constantly improve myself. Um, and that's when I took to social media with a vengeance. And, you know, I had to sort of, you know, make do by following all these people, see what they're doing and how they're doing it and sort of gain um, an insight into that. Um, also, um, you know, the normal work stress, um, yeah. you know, that's, uh, but, you know, uh, being at home, uh, sometimes you don't have access to some of the things that you would at office and also the interactions at work. Um, I miss that. I miss not meeting um, few people at work. Um, and sometimes it's also, even though I said that I'd like, uh, you know, I could come straight down and get to work in my PJs, um, sometimes getting ready and going to work um it's, it sort of puts a discipline in you um, that, um, you know, there's something to look forward to. Whether you like it or not, you have to get ready and go out. And, and then trying to look your best and everything does do things for your ego eh, rather than looking at your crabby self in, in the mirror <laughs> in pictures where, yeah. wow, do I look like this? Yeah. Really? <laughs> this is terrible. You know, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? I mean, those kind of things um, sort of... but. Um, I think I was able to overcome that, you know, by by resorting to, by talking to all of you and then talking to my mom, talking to my sister, working out, 
um, those really release different kind of endorphins and also like I said you know taking to social media understanding looking at people how they're they're uh, going through quarantine that really helped and then you know cooking um, sometimes not all the time of mm -hmm. course um, those kind of things really help me um, get out of that funk yeah and it, two things that you said really resonated with me the first was um, looking at your your crabby self, absolutely. I think the first couple weeks of quarantine, um, I got my eyebrows done right after school ended, and I think after that, I probably spent three months just no no grooming, you know, full mustache out, full eyebrows, unibrow all coming in, and and I was okay with it. You know, that was the funniest thing. I was like, I'm at home, you know, nobody's seeing me. Even if somebody was seeing me, it's okay. It's not like everybody's sitting around at home looking like Kate Moss or, you know, supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's, it's fine. You're at home. This is a really difficult time. Um, no one's expecting you to be, your, be at your best or look your best or be dressed to the nines. It's okay. Um, and the other thing you said was stress. You would think that being at home and sort of just by yourself or in your comfort zone, you wouldn't have so much uneasiness or ang or be anxious, but that's definitely not the case. Um, I was, well, right, I would say a lot of my stress came from right after school started. So, so my senior year, and we started right in September, um, or sorry, the end of August. Um, and that was that was an interesting time period because... Uh, at least in my junior year, which would be last year, um, I had originally gone into the year already having met my teachers and, you know, really getting into the rhythm of, you know, the school. And I was originally in person, but then the latter part of the year or the latter part of the school year is when we went into quarantine. So for 12th grade, it was sort of flipped. So I started off being um, online and, you know, we'll see how the rest of the year goes. But that was really difficult, you know, not being able to see my teachers. Um, for me, I usually spend the first couple of weeks just trying to figure out that teacher's pattern and understanding what kind of work they expect from their students um, and how to navigate that class. And doing that online is not, not very easy. Um, and trying to stay motivated during the day is also very difficult. Uh, staring at a screen, I have school from 8.30 to 4.00 it's very, very difficult to go to each class and just, at least when I was in person, you know, you're, you're seeing your teachers, you're able to have these conversations with them. That's one thing that I really miss, being able to talk to my teachers freely. Um, I know that being on a call with uh, 40 other students in front of my teacher, I find I get very, very nervous and anxious speaking up or unmuting my microphone and just saying something. Um, and it, it sounds really stupid, but it, it's very, very nerve-wracking for me. Um, and it's, it's these small things that gives me the biggest sort of anxiety. Um, just asking a question, you know, I, I know a lot of, just not just me, but a lot of my friends struggle with this too. We don't ask questions to my teachers on the call because we're just so afraid of, of, of what? I don't even know what I'm afraid of, but I'm afraid of it. Um, so I end up just leaving the call, still having that question in mind and just moving on and trying to figure it out by myself. So it's been a lot of relying on myself, relying on my friends. Um, and uh, yeah, the stress definitely comes from um, having to figure out all of, that, all, all of the schoolwork and everything by myself. Luckily, I was able to finish my college apps before um, 
before school started as well as, you know, just submitting the one, yeah, the one early decision to rise and thankfully I got in. Um, but the final thing that I was really, really upset about was not being able to spend Christmas with my sister that um, is true. And, and her boyfriend. Uh, I typically I am in India during two times a year, so summer as well as winter. So I've never really had a proper full-fledged Christmas. Um, and so not being able to experience something over the years and being in America, one of, I would say, like the Christmas capital of the world, uh, you sort of start to, you feel like you're missing out over the years and you really, really want to do it. So this was the one year, um, regardless of COVID, I discussed it with my parents and I was like, we're doing a Christmas this year. So it's my final year before I go to college. You know, after that, I'll probably be in India during the December break anyways. So we're going to do it. Um, and before COVID hit, my sister and I, I know back in like February, we were making all of these crazy plans about Christmas and what we would do. And over the course of the year, we were, we were still thinking, you know, there was hope. Um, oh, we, we'll be able to make it. It'll be okay. Uh, and the week, the week before Christmas was when my sister decided they weren't coming um, because, you know, it, it was unsafe definitely to fly, fly to Houston, then being in L.A. Um, and that was really hard. I, I expected, you know, we had all of these presents around the tree and, and the one time that we would be able to celebrate all these traditions. But having to do it virtually, you know, it, it doesn't feel the same. Um, and I guess just... Once everything is over and we're back to normal, we'll just have to two times celebrate, three times, four times, whatever it is, but we're going to celebrate extra hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. You know, uh, as you said, we were going to celebrate Christmas this year here in the U.S., which meant that I don't get to see my mom. Um, and all of last year, I mean, I saw her in the beginning of the year and that was it. So... I've spent an entire year which, um, without seeing my mom and without seeing uh, my mother-in-law, both of which have been very hard um, for me and for them. Um, the only way that um, I overcame that was trying to talk to them. I mean, talk to my mom on FaceTime almost every day or every other day. So um, that, um, that was, I think, the worst for me uh, for t in 2020. Yeah, and I now that you mentioned, you know, our, my grandparents, I, I really miss India, you know? It's, it's, it's interesting because I think in the past, I just sort of took for granted the fact that I, I was going twice a year and it, it had become such a habitual thing. I was so used to it that I didn't realize that it was a really, really big part of my life. Um, and and now not having gone in the summer or uh, in the winter, it, it, it's been a whole year. I really miss it, um, which is not, honestly, it's it's not something that I thought I would ever say, you know, miss going back to India. Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, even when I told my parents, they were like, seriously, are you, are you sure? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a time where, I, maybe it's the travel bug, but I, I really, really do think that I consider Chennai, which is in South India in Tamil Nadu, my second home. Um, and not having been there at least once this year was was definitely very difficult. I miss hitting my regular eating spots and seeing my friends. And um, there's a certain charm about that city that you will never find here or anywhere else. Um, and I and I miss being around that that special that special feeling. Mm. 
Yeah, so that will be it for our episode for today. Um, we're both on Instagram uh, as well as Facebook, and I'm, of course, on Snapchat. Uh, we will also be back soon with another episode, and hopefully you guys enjoyed what, what we had to discuss today. Um, take care, and a very happy new year. I hope everyone uh, manifests the most amazing year for themselves, and even if, you know, COVID is still a, obviously COVID is still a thing, but, you know, if, if, if it continues throughout this year, make sure that you take care of yourself and make the most of it. Um, and yeah, I hope y'all have a wonderful day and year. Happy New Year, all.